Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, a fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Drama Geek. And I'm Kay Drama Jen. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. We are currently group watching the drama Weightlifting Fairy, which will be followed by Signal. So if you're interested in this, be sure to join our Patreon. The link is in our show notes. So today we're going to kind of go a little bit off of, it's not technically off topic because it does have uh, a Asian cast for the most part. And it does, it is uh, something that, uh, but it's, it's American. It's produced in a Hollywood movie. So we're talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. And it is up for Oscars. Um, and here by the time this airs, it'll have already decided they'll, you know, it'll already be announced. They'll know, but whether it gets one or not, it deserves it and all the awards that it's getting. So we thought, let's talk about this amazing movie. So the synopsis, wow, <laughs> I haven't read it all, but it, 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 the title is accurate because it is seems like it's about everything. But with her laundromat teetering on the brink of failure and her marriage to wimpy husband Waymond on the rocks, overworked Evelyn Wong struggles to cope with everything, including tattered relationships with her judgmental father and her daughter Joy. She must also brace herself for an unpleasant meeting with the impersonal um, bureaucrat Deidre and shabbily dressed IRS auditor. However, as the stern agent loses patience, an inexplicable multiverse rift becomes an eye-opening exploration of parallel realities. Will Evelyn jump down the rabbit hole? How many stars are in the universe? Can weary Evelyn fathom the irrepressible force of possibilities, tap into the newfound powers, and prevent an evil entity from destroying the thin, countless layers of the unseen world? Wow. but a pretty accurate only describes the tiny tip of the iceberg of what this movie encompasses but it does it without spoilers it does it does it's a good that's an impressive synopsis for what you're getting (laughs) yes so let's start with who would enjoy this film and so i can tell you that um i watched this on the airplane when I was um, coming back from Korea and I really enjoyed it and immediately thought, this is the kind of show that my husband would really like. Um, So last night I made him watch it with me and he absolutely loved it and said that it's like one of the best films he's seen in a very long time. So I think, I think just about anybody could enjoy the film um, as long as you're okay with, there are, we're going to, there are some scenes in it that certain, if you have, I don't know, might turn some people <laughs> off. Right. I don't know. How, what am I so supposed to I'm say? just going to clarify here because yes, I was yeah. thinking there's no way we can do a spoiler free version. Yeah. Of- yeah. So yeah. There, there's going to be spoilers. So mm-hmm, this is your warning mm-hmm. right now. There are spoilers from here on out. Sorry. That's just yeah. how this show is, has yeah. to be discussed. So you've been warned. Yeah. On that note, 
if um <laughs> you are someone who would not like to see a very long dildo or <laughs> or using uh some awards as butt plugs then yeah. this might not be like you don't the well the dildos are pretty graphic but they're uh-huh. dildos obviously not realistic ones but the butt plug thing is very blurred so it just implies <laughs> so there are things like that in this so if you hey. have younger children or if you're uncomfortable with that kind of thing you might want to watch it first before you let teenagers watch it or just yeah or just know that there is that kind of stuff in this which might be uncomfortable for like you lesbian hot dog fingers i was gonna know? say yeah, it's crazy not There's mention the hot dog fingers that are like drizzled <laughs> with ketchup and mustard so there is some there's sexual innuendo in some exactly of this. yes yes i wouldn't say it's the most graphic thing ever but it's kind no. of shocking I think it's more shocking than <laughs> realistically graphic. I had to cover my eyes for a couple of minutes with the hot dogs. Like, yes, butt plugs I can handle the hot dogs. <laughs> I had to like, ah. but it's done in a way. What's so crazy about it is later on, it like it's done in a way that is actually there's touching scene yes. that kind of sort of has the hot dog fingers in it. And so it's, it's such an odd thing but it's also so profound too and the fact that hot dog fingers is profound it's it's crazy but it is that is that's yeah. what it is yeah so you just have to know your your comfort zone exactly i think is the best way or mm-hmm. you could try watching it and really if you're not comfortable in the first like 20 minutes then it's not for you i don't mm-hmm. know but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of language or anything, but there's a lot of shock value mm-hmm. in various scenes. You have to be okay with oddity. Like if you're somebody weird. who doesn't like even like can't handle slightly weird, like it's weird, but it's, <laughs> it's done in weird. such, but it's done in such a, um, I to prepare because it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I did not have time to watch it a second time. So I watched a kind of like a deep dive and like the philosophy that goes into this whole movie and what they're trying to to talk about and what the meaning of life and everything, they encase it in just so odd and bizarre things that like, but it works in a way that you're just like, I could have never thought of that at all, ever. Like these guys, yeah. the Daniels, they thought of thought of it, but like I couldn't have thought of it. But so you have to be kind. You have to be okay with with some oddity, a lot of oddity, like a lot. It's just it's just goes. It's like there's nothing that's going to be logical, right? Yeah, right. But but it all makes sense, kind of <laughs> in a weird, layered, deeply yeah. emotional way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and even like when they talked about why they decided on the everything bagel type thing, like it, there's, it made sense to them. And then it does make sense in the whole picture of the movie and what, like what they were trying to say type thing. So again, it was a very well thought out, uh, planned for a long time type movie. And it shows when you really kind of pull it apart. But again, you have to be okay with things that are just a little bit odd. Yes. <laughs> but it's so worth the watch. It is, it is worth 100%, 100%. 100%. So, 
So let's start off by discussing the original characters that we meet because we do. This is a multiverse story. So there are many versions of the various characters that are the leads in this show. Well, kind of. It It's a unique way of showing a multiverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting. We'll discuss that later. Yeah. But we originally meet this family and they own a laundromat that's kind of like a failing laundromat. They live above it. Kind of everything's falling apart. And of course, the head of the household is our leading lady, Evelyn Wong. And she's played by the brilliant Michelle Yeoh. Oh, and I love her. She, this role is amazing because she plays so many versions of herself and every one of them is epic. And she's won, let's see, she's won the SAG Awards. She's won the Golden Globes. She's winning all the awards as the for leading lady for this mm-hmm. drama or not drama, movie. <laughs> this movie. Yeah. And no one's even like complaining because she is so good and she deserves everything for this role. This is a rough, tough show to do. Mm-hmm. It is not mm-hmm. one that, you know, she has to have the humor, the action, the emotional depth with her husband, with her father, with her daughter, mm-hmm. just with the craziness that's happening around her. And she grounds it all and makes it all believable. And without her being having that gravitas, it wouldn't be the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, and uh, it was supposed it was written for Jackie Chan and they he couldn't do it. And so then they rewrote it specifically for her and they sent her the script and she pretty much like cried after reading it. It was like, finally, somebody sees that I can do this. I can show people an ordinary woman who can be sad and who can be mundane, but also everything else that this role requires me to do. I'm just, she's just, was just so happy to be able to show that she could do it all. And she does it again, not too many people could have pulled off the, and made the, the movie quite the feel the way that it does. She's amazing. Like, I just, I'm still like thinking about just her long filmography and um, some of the roles that she's had throughout time. But just this is really nice because it allows her to showcase everything all at once. Um, And I, you know, like the title. Uh So, (laughs) Well, and it's so unique because this is not an Asian film. So, of course, like we watch a lot of Asian films, we're used to seeing the talent and knowing how good it can be. But this is on a international level where there's a lot of people that went and saw this movie that have never gone and seen her in a film before. Mm -hmm. So she's she's somewhat unknown to a lot of people. And this brought it to the forefront that this can be totally entertaining. It can have subtitles. It can have all kinds of different aspects of everything and be a really solid movie. You know, it's just a great film. And so I love it. The next character is played by, and not sure exactly, I think it's so Stephanie Sue. Is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce it? Okay. Plays the character of Joy. And 
gosh, she, cause she also had like every character that we're talking about has to play multiple versions of themselves. And she plays the, the, the daughter joy, but then, and I'm not, I listened to them say it over and over again. Like, and I can't remember. <laughs> it's like Jobu Tabaki or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So she plays the, the, perceived villain or whatever of of the sh- the movie and she just does such a great ro- uh, job at conveying um both like the chaotic umness of that character and then also the the deep depression that she came you know came to um to seek out her other version of her mom and just she just did such a great job she was amazing I mean, she's, there are some really amazing scenes that she is in and she, so she does this where she's not just as joy, but Mm -hmm. then also as like the, as you said, like the perceived villain. So those are like, like almost like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, but just really unique. Um, But then when she is the character joy, she does a great job of just, you know, she is in a relationship with a woman and her mom says that she accepts this, but in front of Gong Gong, in front of the grandfather, you know, she she doesn't acknowledge it. And so there's that dynamic. Um, and also she just kind of like growing up Asian with an Asian mom, Asian parents, Um she's she's really captured a lot of like what i see in that community as far as you know just sort of pushing back against some of the traditional views on things and so on um and she just captures it all i just thought she did stephanie sue does a really great job in this role i have to completely agree there's multiple times where she's not necessarily running but she's walking away from her mother just because she's hurt so much Mm -hmm. and you can almost see the history repeating itself with how the mom felt with her dad because he is obviously not happy that she wasn't a boy Mm -hmm. and just so much angst coming through familial bonds and repeating over and over again and I love how the whole story is, how do you cut off that uh, toxic repeat? Mm-hmm. And just the interaction between the two women was so heartwarming and touching. And I loved it. So Ki uh, <laughs> Hui Kwan plays the character Waymond Wong. Um, when he came on the screen last night, when my husband was watching with me, he was like, Hey, it's short round. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What's surprising is how much he still kind of looks like that character Mm. way back when So that was Indiana Jones and the temple of doom, apparently. Mm. And then he was also in the Goonies, Mm -hmm. um, which my husband also pointed out. Um, and yeah, they, he didn't really, (laughs) he looks a lot similar, uh, it hasn't really changed that much, but he's such an interesting character because he, as Waymond, he's kind of like this quiet, sort of wimpy kind of guy, you know, but but you can tell that he really loves his wife and 
he knows that she sacrificed in order to be with him. Um, and then he gets to play these other versions of himself, just like all of them. Alpha Wayman. <laughs> Alpha, yes. <laughs> and, you know, he uses the fanny pack to beat off the people coming at him. It's just, it was, it's really epic. It's really awesome. Well, and he's also won quite a few awards for his portrayal of mm. this character. And it's so exciting to see him get this chance, just like uh, she felt like she hasn't always been able to get these big roles. He also uh, didn't he say that he hasn't acted in years because there's been no roles. Twenty. For... He took 20 years off from acting yeah. because the roles dried up and he just took time off and then just came back came just back. recently mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so it's really exciting to see someone come back and have such a great comeback story and then also he's he had me crying multiple times too like mm. where he's trying to explain well I don't really want a divorce from you but mm. this might wake you up and show you that you know we can work on things and and maybe change our relationship or you can yeah. tell he does not want a divorce yeah, but he wants things to change mm -hmm. and he doesn't know how to bring about that change. And it was just like so sweet. And he wants to be the old couple that's holding hands at the yeah. IRS agent place. And it's just <laughs> life goals. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it was so, mm -hmm. so sweet. So rounding out the main leads is Jamie Lee Curtis. She's playing various versions of Deidre. I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name because <laughs> that's a last name. Is it Deirdre Burbeardra? It's something oh, like that. Oh, I it's so Yes, it's got to be Deirdre Burbeardra. <laughs> so we're just going to call her Deirdre. Right. Who also gets to play many, many, many versions of herself, mm -hmm. including someone who gets to come and channel her inner wrestler and murder people <laughs> and she gets to be an irs agent that mm -hmm. went through a horrible divorce and just is a cranky person in general except when you give her cookies <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then also you get hot dog finger lesbian mm -hmm. deirdre who is one of evelyn's lives true loves Mm -hmm. which was a very unique experience. <laughs> and I love yes. the whole, it went all beautiful and deep. She's like, but you can find happiness even if you have hot dog fingers because you can play, learn to play the piano with your toes. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> such a profound moment. It was. <laughs> that even if life sucks or things aren't perfect like you think they should be, you can mm -hmm. find those little moments to bring joy. And I think that a lot of, well, one of many points of the show was that there were so many layers and points to various layers for different conflicts, but that was definitely one of them that life is worth living for those little moments that you spend with your loved ones. Deirdre was surprisingly a big aspect of their yeah. lives all throughout <laughs> various things. Uh, but I especially love when poor Deirdre um, Evelyn thinks she's become evil Deirdre who killed her in a multiverse experience and no it's just her going out to lunch and she gets punched <laughs> in the face <laughs> and so it, she 
she makes an interesting character to play off of for this family as they go through all this multiverse drama craziness. So I kind of liked that in the the mundane world that she was technically the villain. <laughs> yeah, she I was mean, the, as the you know, IRS agent, you know, and she's auditing them, which I mean, the 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 stuff that Evelyn was trying to claim and why she was trying to claim it. Like she just was trying a little bit too hard to make things work. So, I mean, her character had a point, but it was still, she was the, you know, the big bad, she, but she what's was surprising is she did have that heart of gold underneath. <laughs> she kept letting them off and right. having so, extensions. Yeah. And yeah. So you get, you kind of see that later. And I liked how that the, it hurt the, um, Evelyn's experience in the other multiverses then led her to be able to kind of understand the mundane IRS agent Deidre uh later on in the in the in the movie she's kind of like oh okay yeah. I can I can actually like talk to you and see you as a person instead of like this person the you know the job or whatever so she does a really really wonderful job at this character and all the different versions she's hilarious I guess that's what I was going to say is Jamie Lee Curtis really does. Like, I didn't even know it was her um, until <laughs> no. And remember, I already watched this. I didn't know it was her until last night because oh. I didn't, you know, I hadn't been reading and whatnot. And mm. so, of course, my husband's like, can you believe that's Jamie Lee Curtis? And I was like, what? No. <laughs> but she's so frumpy in this. Right? And then I leaned in a little more. I was like, Oh my gosh, it really is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, she, I mean, and she is it kind of does the whole, like, I don't care about what I look in, in the movie. I'm just going to embrace the character to where, you know, just her, her, her visual body image and just all this stuff. And again, you have to really kind of put aside any kind of how I look on camera when you get the hot dog hands on and the, the, the different scenes that she filmed those two filming together. I imagine the set, it was probably very like, Oh my word, but they committed to it and they didn't care, you know, how they looked and it was, it, it ended up being brilliant. So the romantic dancing with hot dog fingers. But it was so touching. But was, I also couldn't was. watch some of it because of the hot dog fingers. Oh, gross, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's discuss the intro to our various character uh, various characters and some of the overall themes uh that come out of from that info dump. Um well so- you might not remember because you haven't watched that because I was writing this as I was watching it. Right. So we okay. definitely get a lot of information in the first 20 minutes. So. You do. Well, cause she, I mean, you kind of like meet her, she's at her, the, um, uh, laundromat and you're meeting her husband. And I, I think the setup was brilliant because again, it's focused in on like the monotony of life and what does life mean if it's just the same thing over and over again. So they kind of have to establish that, but while they're establishing that they're also introducing, you know, a lot of characters, a lot of situations, the daughter, the husband, the dad, she picks him up, the tax person. Like, I feel like I can kind of remember that a bit, but then all of a sudden, you know, and it takes, cause it, I remember waiting. Cause I'm like, I know that then the multiverse happens and, but 
before you get to that part, you have to establish her life and what it's like. And you kind of do have to be in the, the mundane crazy. Cause again, her, 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 uh, the laundromat, it's busy. Like she's that she's always doing something. There's always stuff going on and her husband's being silly and he's annoying. And, you know, you kind of have to establish all of that before the other part the other personality or the other version of him pops in. So I kind of talked a little bit about that mother daughter conflict piece, which I think is um, huge in this. And it, it's just, it is interesting how we get a lot of like setup in the very, very beginning Um, the immigrant experience, I think is a really important one to bring up because, you know, even the fact that they wanted her to bring her daughter to translate, um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so we get set up in the beginning because she brings her girlfriend with her and the mom is like, no, no, she doesn't have to stay with Gong Gong. Like we'll, we'll bring him with us. Um, so like even that piece, like, because they wanted her to come and translate, that was originally why she came over and then they kind of dismissed that. So then we are set up for a mother daughter conflict. And then you have the, the idea of just acceptance, right? Like, yeah. And then also I think it's really important, like the midlife expectations not being met. So like, you know, we all start out with dreams and we all along the way, people pursue different pathways and make choices And I think that's one of the things that I've really loved about this movie was just that it really shows like, you know, it's explained like that um, those all of those pathways that you didn't take in a multiverse situation, you know, somebody's gone on and taken those pathways. Um, So I did enjoy that very much. I found it sad, the midlife crisis and the expectations or whatever, and that we'll probably talk about it when we get to the multiverse. But uh, the thing that I was watching reminded me of like, he pretty much is like, okay, I'm coming to you because you're like the worst version of all the different versions (laughs) to find out that you have the lead, like you've done the least, like all your choices, like you could have been (laughs) all these things, but you're none of them. And it was like, oh, that's how I feel at my age of like, yeah, what I wanted to, would I wanted to be who I am right now? Like when I was young and it's like, the answer is no. And how much other, how many other things could I have done or should I have done or whatever? I said, that was very like, oh, gut punch. But the very fact that she didn't fully pursue all of those Mm -hmm. things allowed her to tap into those. Correct. Um, you know, so there was still like a little message of hope in there too. Like, no, it's not too late. You can tap into all those different things that you've always, you know, pers- wanted to pursue. Well, and I love how wide you can go with that on, you know, how you can expand yourself out with talents and how it also sucks it back into where it's the family nucleus that's really the important thing and the thing that needs focused on. Yeah. And again, mm-hmm. there's all these layers where we don't just talk about, oh, she could have been whatever she wanted and instead she's this. But also how important it is because the other Evelyns didn't have always joys or they pushed joys mm-hmm. too hard. But because <laughs> she broke her, because she pushed mm-hmm. her too hard mm-hmm. in the alpha world, that's what created this. And, you know, there's all these versions and all the versions of Waymond. Like I, one of my favorite is where she's this big famous actress 
and she meets him again and she's like, you're supposed to be dirt poor, but he's really well off too. So obviously, mm-hmm. you know, there's correlations where they, they just, one thing always isn't real or isn't true if she goes and does something else, you know, cause I think she was expecting, well, if I do my perfect life, everyone else is going to be stuck in this miserable stuff, mm. but it wasn't always that. But part of it was, he was like, uh, you know, yeah, I'm well off and I am, but he know, wasn't happy, famous, but I would love to just do laundry with you and have yeah. a, just a boring mundane family. So yeah, <laughs> that it's just, you learn something new about your mind and how you look at life every time you watch it. Well, and I feel like um, that their take on the multiverse, because, you know, there's a lot of takes out there and there's um, was started to the, like the whole idea and the process started before a lot of the other ones came out. And then they had to be like, OK, all of these other takes on the multiverse are out there. What can we do different? And their like weird, odd way of telling stories is, is the first thing that sets it apart, but I feel like they dove a little bit deeper into and how she didn't, cause I thought when I first saw the, what the movie was going to be about, I thought she was going to go visit all these places and kind of do like spend time and everything. And I loved how it was just this quick, 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 you know, she was like, boom, 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 boom. And it was really her kind of experiencing the different things taking from, um, the, the different worlds, but the way they were able to portray everything all at once. And I think that was kind of the point of like, instead of her, like being transported to another world where she had to survive as somebody else for a long period of time, it didn't do it that way. And it was just this quick, what did she have to do to, that was one of the funny parts about the beginning of what did she have to do to get herself into the other, uh, universe that she had to like, the first one was switch her shoes. Yes. It was something simple and it just (laughs) got worse and worse. Yeah. Well, and then she had to keep what it wasn't a she, well, which is a common theme of like having to kill yourself to travel in time or whatever, but she had to do so. Yeah. Do different things or whatever. But I, I, I think that their take on the multiverse and using it as an avenue of really exploring philosophy and, and, and your feelings about the mundane of life and all that stuff was just brilliant. And I've used that word a couple of times already, but that's, that is a, a really good way to explain there the storytelling that is happening in this movie. Well, and I like that they also explained that her mind was different. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't the normal mind. Like most people had to train themselves, but she just did it. All right. So what are our favorite aspects of the multiverse story arc? I really enjoyed Alpha Waymond having him pop in and pop out with the regular Waymond was so much fun. And he was able to narrate everything that was happening because he definitely was the narrator to keep us on track on, well, what's happening now? Okay, what's happening now? And letting us know when something went weird. Um, And I thought it was just a really clever way of keeping the story going and me able to follow along yeah he did a good job of like really centering everything I think I I did really enjoy him but I also I really enjoyed Joy and um her portrayal of Jobu Tupaki um Mm -hmm. I thought that she was just really brilliant and of course Michelle Yeoh is always awesome 
I love that she got to do martial arts in this as well as, you know, I first saw her in, um, oh, is it Hidden Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Tiger, Hidden, Crouching Hidden, Dragon. Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon? Yes. And so it's really cool to just see her go from that to um, all of the shows she's been in. But then, um, and then, of course, she was really became more of a I would say more of a household name after Crazy Rich Asians I mean Mm -hmm. the average household versus just the ones who are watching Asian entertainment Um, and then so this is awesome that she's getting so much acknowledgement for this work that she just did as well but I think I really like the I I like the fact that they're following her uh, story arc through all of the different multiverses that she is uniquely primed to be able to like vanquish the evil according to them or um, connect with her daughter which is but what she really does but yeah. ultimately that's what she does exactly so um i think that that was a really it's an interesting piece of the story yeah. arc is that we think that she's there to like vanquish the evil but really it's it's much different than that yeah well and so there was, are, go ahead sorry i was just gonna say i loved every single scene where they were flashing to the different worlds with the mom-daughter relationship mm-hmm. like towards yeah. the end they definitely that was a pivotal scene and i was just like ah, the yeah. rock mom and the rock daughter oh, oh my that was gosh. the best it it was probably one of the well there was so many profound scenes or whatever but like that yeah. one was just one of those where it's like that one had because of like it kind of took all the crazy that had already like because you know you're going through all this stuff and everything's happening and everything and then you just kind of go to this it's rock, silent silent yeah. you know it's just and it so it just kind of makes you stop and think about what they're talking about and take a moment and just just the two of them there with their googly eyes on the rocks um yeah it was uh, that scene was uh, really important and and good like yeah so there are some pretty great action sequences in this movie do we have um any favorites and i'm at a disadvantage because again it has been it's been a couple of months since i've seen this but i would say that the butt plug (laughs) oh my gosh that was the most hilarious action scene i mean you're never gonna forget it (laughs) well in the expression because it was her daughter joy and her husband waymond like the real versions of them (laughs) being introduced into the insanity like they're like what is going on (laughs) what isn't her dad her her yeah her dad's also in in the realm of like he's in there yeah, it's regular Wayman, like traditional Wayman, Wayman 1.0, not yeah. Alpha Wayman. <laughs> yeah. But no. The expressions as the man jumps into the air to land on that. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, tears. And of course, uh, it's all blurred, just right. implies. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, that was, that was <laughs> unexpected, very mm-hmm. unexpected. I liked the um, when basically they they tell her that they have to like she has to they have so she basically puts her daughter in the chair and, and tapes her up, um, mm. and there are just um, 
how just how crazy that whole thing was like where because she's trying to explain very calmly like what's happening and why you know like how she's the really this evil villain and you know she has to keep her there so that she and and it just sounds so insane and yet at the same time we're like well yeah that's exactly what's happening you know like there's an alternative uh universe and so on um but i i've i really enjoyed a lot of the just martial arts scenes that michelle yo did um and her i mean the one that you brought up is probably the most memorable but um just there were lots of situations where she just had to use her skills and um so say even her spinning her 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 sign thingy on the side of the road yes that was amazing (laughs) yes it was that particular one um where she was doing the spinning and Mm -hmm. that was awesome well and i think we definitely have to talk about the fanny pack action scene that we start (laughs) with that's definitely the start of the action Mm -hmm. part of the show because before that we had just the mundane world with a little bit of alpha waymond showing in and out but that's the part where it's like he's kicking their butts with a fanny pack and then he like puts water rocks in it and like is chucking people around the room it's a lot of fun. And then also the one with Jamie Lee Curtis, where she is the sumo wrestler lady <laughs> and poor Evelyn's trying to f- channel her inner fight and she just is having problems and all kinds of chaos is happening. It's, it's a lot of fun. The whole movie is a lot of fun, whether it's action or whether it's just these profound moments about the meaning of life, like even those are entertaining and fun and make you think it's a great show through some great character growth, both in the marriage of our leads, as well as the father daughter and then the mother daughter relationships. Do we like how they progressed? And I, I think we've already answered that. Like, yeah, it's brilliantly done. Even the relationship between mundane grandpa with his daughter and how she gets some of her feelings off her chest and, saying how this has frustrated her and how she feels like she's been treated poorly. And then, of course, introducing Joy's girlfriend to Grandpa at the end and being like, this is her girlfriend. Suck it up and accept it. You know, Mm -hmm. it just there was so much growth in this show and the relationships and the marriage, everything. Uh, Same. I yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. Just everywhere you look, there was this was definitely a movie that shows growth and some of that was long-term like settling of of forgotten like wounds you know like I think that was one of the things of like even as far back as like you get a lot of those flashbacks of like when Evelyn decided to go with Waymond instead of you know, stay with her family and you get to see, she gets to see that that choice brought her to where she is today, but where she is today isn't such a bad thing. And I just, I really, so there are many different versions of Evelyn. Which one is our favorite version or world? I'm partial to the, um, the movie star Evelyn. I guess Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that and and also how 
they used that to show the end of like part one that um <laughs> like, that was clever you're like right? this isn't over because it was going on it was super fun to to know that it wasn't the end but then to have my husband like wait what <laughs> and actually check his watch you know like mm. are we really at the end um but so i i just thought and i just thought she was so elegant and beautiful and um obviously there's lots of different versions but hot dog figure was not my favorite mm. <laughs> <laughs> i felt hot dog finger had a very profound story mm -hmm. arc to it but yeah probably not my favorite either except when she was trying to fight with hot dog fingers yes, that was funny <laughs> that was funny she channeled the wrong life mm. <laughs> um i i feel like i loved her opera version just to see her dressed that way her makeup the the her voice everything like i loved seeing that but i but we haven't talked about and i the crazy moments comes later but the um the chef version of her <laughs> that was gonna also, be mine there's <laughs> also some profound that. moments in that one where you know she talks to the guy and then like one of my favorite parts of the show of like when he, she allows him to get on her shoulders and then they run <laughs> after his raccoon the raccoon raccoon <laughs> yes and the, the, the pairing that with her trying to explain it to her daughter you know and she's like you mean ratatouille and yeah. she's like oh, it's one of the most bizarre moments of like when he takes the hat off and the raccoon is on the top of his head and he's doing everything that the rat did in ratatouille and just how like but they use that moment to like have character growth it's not just for laughs, although is again, I laughed so hard. I was just like, oh my God, what is going on? But it was so funny. And yet again, used to like really make her have some realizations about herself and growth. And like, yeah, it was some of the most bizarre and hilarious moments of the movie. So I think for me, I am going to do an honorable mention. Okay. The pinata version is really funny. <laughs> When they're getting hit I by pinatas. about that. And I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's right. They were pinata versions. Yes, they're pinata <laughs> versions of each other. And that was funny. But again, the profound rock experience. <laughs> yes. Like, it was so good. It was. And I loved even when the scene where the girl, Joy, is like, leave me alone. I don't need a mother. I don't need you. La la la. You've just caused me pain. And mm. all the versions of joy are leaving and the rock goes rolling down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom's like, you're not getting away from me. It rolls on after her. And it was like, so good. Yes. Oh, heart. who knew that two rocks could be so heart wrenching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a version of Joy ends up being the big bad. Do we like how the relationship between these two overcame the end of the world? Um, I loved the reveal. I loved that version. And I mean, it was so sad, like why she is doing all the things that she's doing. And again, she's supposed to be the big bad, but is she really, cause she's not trying to, to like destroy the world. She's trying to destroy herself and it, like that having that be like the the climax of it it was just amazing i 
that was one of my favorite parts of it was her daughter being that because of the, the, them going back and forth through this, this whole time and their relationship being so, fo- you know, the focal point and then to have her be, and she did such a great job at pulling off all the different versions of, cause even within the, and I can't remember the name of it, but even within the, that, like they showed her, you know, being calm. They also showed her being, you know, really bizarre and chaotic and yeah. It worked out. It worked very well for the the climax of the movie. I 100% agree with you. It was like, that was the most moving part for me was just this realization of like, of what she was doing, why she was doing it. And then having them kind of overcome that together. That was really beautiful, actually. I also liked that the big bad version of Joy was like, well, I was hoping you had seen something I didn't. Hmm. Like when she was trying to see if there was a reason not to just end it all. Mm-hmm. And it was just like heartbreaking because oh, because you want your mom to know what's going on. You want her to be able, more knowledgeable, to be more, to be able to be there for you and protect you. And she, you could just see that that version of joy felt like there was no protection for her or that, you know, it was so sad. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of crazy and shocking shenanigans that happened in this movie. Did it work for us? And what was the oddest moment? It definitely worked for me. I don't know how, but it did. I have to admit, I was not expecting the butt plugs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think the oddest moment for me was the rack of, Cooney <laughs> segment. That was a pretty odd. Yeah. And I'm not one, I know what Ratatouille is, but mm-hmm. I've never watched it. Oh. So to see a live version of that, it was like, <laughs> what is why that? is there a raccoon tail behind that guy's head? Oh. Okay. <laughs> so that was odd. It was one of my kids, it was my kids, like one of their favorite movies. They loved it. So I've watched it many, many, many times. But always with the understanding of like, if this happened in the, in the real world, I would be so grossed out and be like, eh, get the rat out of the, the restaurant type thing. And so again, to see it happen in real life, you're like, yeah, that's, that's, I would have reacted exactly how she did. I don't think I would have ever been able to get to the point of like, okay, all right, let's go find him. Let's get him back for you. But uh, I think that the biggest thing with the whole movie is that it just kind of was like shocking moment on po- a top of shocking moment on top. And, but also, but the, each shocking moment seemed to be grounded in the emotions of everything. So like the shock wasn't just for shock value. Cause sometimes some movies, you know, things will be like that, but each shocking thing was kind of for a reason Although I'm sure that when they were coming up with the different shocking things, they didn't always have to make sense, but they built upon each other to get to the, you know, the, the end result. And, but they were all very odd. I feel like once you get to the multiverse, almost everything's odd. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's the very, like, that's the idea behind it, right? Is that you need Mm -hmm. something really shocking to switch from one to the next. So the fact that mm-hmm. each of these things is um for me the weirdest like i was like when 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 the version of joy shows up and she's fighting in the it's when we kind of first meet her as um the big bad and she, she 
has the penises in her hand after, <laughs> and they're like, wiggly yeah and they're like four feet long yes <laughs> i was like oh my goodness <laughs> um <laughs> and my first time watching it i definitely had like people around me um because mm. i was on a plane and i remember being like, what <laughs> looking am i watching over your shoulder like what is she watching exactly <laughs> I was like, what and i was questioning that myself what am i watching mm. um but it was very like so that one it, so it was odd but it was also like fascinating right because she was like can i or i'm not yeah. a, like, i'm not allowed and it, so yeah that was really interesting to say the whole purpose of a lot of that stuff of the shock. Cause again, sometimes you shock for the shock value, but that was the, her whole point in her character of yes. like, she had learned that she could do whatever she wanted and never die. So it was just like, I can just do whatever I want. So let's just do the shocking thing and make really long penises. And, <laughs> you know, or, you know, that's it, uh, her character. That was part of the it had a purpose. Like even the shocking stuff had a purpose. And can I just say how much I love Joy's outfits? Yes. Like yes. they were so creative and weird, mm-hmm. but so creative in the colors and everything. It was such a great visual of the insanity of a multiverse were her outfits. Yeah. So, so, um, the black hole bagel happened. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that it was an everything bagel that just absorbs everything. It was quite mm-hmm. creative. But yeah, I liked it. I wish it was a little bit more bagel shaped when it gets transported to the IRS building. That would have been <laughs> more entertaining because it kind of just went full black hole then. But I mm-hmm. wouldn't have minded more bagel-esque bageling. All right. So did we like the ending and what were our overall feelings regarding this movie? I think we've expressed it pretty well. It's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's brilliant. Has a great ending that again, I, I feel like what it did, uh, what accomplished is the emotional climax payoff. It just did that so well. And this, the, the growth of all the characters combining and really like toward the end of being able to like each thing having a purpose working toward that final um, resolution, but also acknowledging that like they aren't going to necessarily like change dramatically overnight and everything isn't going to be, what was it? Sausages and flowers. That you like Not everything's say. all flowers and sausages. sausages. But that, <laughs> the, hot dogs. Oh. <laughs> that the emotional scenes and the, the conclusions of the, the, all of the different, uh, philosophical problems uh, that they had kind of come up against that they were able to resolve it in a way that made sense to them and gave them resolution to move forward with their lives. Yeah. But they're moving forward in an IRS building <laughs> trying right. to deal with So again, it's, I love that it's not this giant happy ever mm-hmm. after where suddenly they're well off and they can right. do all this. Like, no, she's accepted her daughter. She stood up to her father and she gives her husband a kiss. Mm -hmm. And that's like the happy ending we get, which was so satisfying. 
Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say. We want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.